0: I wanted my kids to look at me like a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's so- Now with today's world, the kids are so advanced.
1: I never did you going to be what I
0: called you. <laughs> like, now come on and do what I told you to do.
1: <laughs> For real, yeah. I miss him a lot. I think it's more think more like an ego thing with parents. You know what I'm saying? They don't want other parents to look at them like, oh, that's how they're being brought up, but mm-hmm. that's how. It-
0: Welcome back to Parental Vision Podcast. I'm your host, Tiana, and today's segment is sponsored by Faye's Coffee, fueling those early mornings and late-night parenting moments. Today, we have a special guest. His name is Axel Merce, the founder of Barber Geeks. Welcome, Axel, and thank you for coming with us today.
1: And Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good, and you?
0: I'm doing pretty well. I can't complain. So you're not only a founder of the Barber Geeks, you're also a parent.
1: Of course. I'm a parent of three children. I have a twenty three year old man, I have a six year old daughter and a two year old son.
0: Oh my goodness. Yes. That's beautiful, boys and girls. So yeah. tell me, how is it being a, a girl dad and a man dad? Tell me the differential.
1: Oh man, so having a boy it's like um it's like having a brother. You know. Oh. A twin well, let me correct this. I'm also a twin okay uh and my son since i had him when i was 20 it's like having a young brother um so we fought a lot in the sense of arguments and you know back and forth Mm -hmm. and i'm still growing up at 20 so so at that point it was like uh, i was raising a man or or a younger brother but um then having a son at two now that i'm 43 it's a lot different with uh the two age brackets at the time when I was twenty, and now I'm forty. Hmm. My daughter, on the other hand, that's you know that's like my princess, my world. Yeah. Uh, it's so different having a daughter um, versus having a boy. Everything that I want to do in life, it's almost like I want to dedicate everything to her. I, I don't know why. I love all kids, all my three kids. I love yeah. them all. Yeah. But my daughter is special. You know, she's different. She's my twin. She's my real twin right there.
0: <laughs> How? In what way? What does she like? To
1: so. Uh, so my son, let's say my oldest son, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I do work at the house, I do a little bit of carpentry as well, but okay. when I do work at the house, my son, my oldest son won't want to help. My daughter will be the first one at it. You know, she, uh, she was, uh, I've been doing it since she was a baby, but she'll wake up and dad, can I help you? I'm here to help you. And, and if she hears me while she sleeps, she'll get up, come downstairs, dad, I want to help you. Like, yeah. don't do it by yourself. You need help. I yeah. want to help you. So That, you know, that touched me different because my son won't, my oldest son won't want to help. Here's your six-year-old daughter. Right. And that's all she wants to do is help me, you know? So it's just like she just took, she stole my heart, you know, basically Mm -hmm. with all my kids. I'm like, I always call her like little thief. I'm like, you stole my heart, you know? So that's how it is the difference when having a boy and a girl. I think I'm pretty sure every man can relate to that point.
0: Yeah, I think so too. There's a lot of girl dads out there that say that their daughter still their heart. And yeah, we like, take
1: pride in that. That yeah. girl dad stuff. We really take pride in that. Mm-hmm. Cause mom, mom got the boys. Yes, you know, they steal the boys. Boys, I'm with mom. My daughter, <laughs> I'm with dad. You know.
0: So. Yeah, I can relate to that. My daughter, she loves her dad too. She loves me. I get it. But yeah, you yeah, know, she yeah. loves her father as well. Yeah. So when you initially first had your first baby what was that like because you said you were 20 that's pretty that would be considered pretty young
1: that's young i think that's young um my son um see the bad part about being young Mm -hmm. and and i think i think everybody every man or every couple should Mm -hmm. have a a kid at a young age and the reason i believe that is because right now you have the most energy at 20 you have your family you know your mother your father Mm -hmm. whoever helping you so here's a chance for you to start a family and not get too old you know, because some people will be forty having a first kid, and I don't agree with that. I don't think it's fair for the baby to have an older parent than having young parents. And you know, I mean, you're beautiful. Imagine you going to school, Pink. with your child say, "That's your mother." <laughs> you know, you know how that is. Oh, that's your mother. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's that's dope. Unlike having like my my, uh, I never had my father in my life, so. I never had the ability to just be like my mother or my father's going to bring me to school mm. or whatever. I just had my my mother bringing me to school, doing all the work that that she did for both father and mother. And um but but when you're 20 years old like mm. me when I was 20, mm. when my son was born. Um I was able to still work on building my business mm. and having my parents help me with my with my son and yeah. her parents and so we did a lot early. If, if I think if I would have had it maybe, you know, late 30s, I think I, I probably wouldn't be in the level that I'm on right now. I'm, I'm okay, successful with, mm-hmm. the, with the work that I do in my life, but mm-hmm. but it would have been a lot harder for me not to have the help, especially for my mother. She she does a lot for me. So That's I'm awesome. a mama's boy, too. Oh, <laughs> you know, really? I'm going to get that out there because <laughs> I do everything for my mother. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. And people don't – you know, men, and, and I, I'm not me, man. I'm surrounded by a lot of men. Men. I mean, I, when I say men, I mean responsible fathers. Mm-hmm. Men, we take care of our family. Yeah. That's the people I surround myself with. Beautiful. I don't play around. I don't like losers. I don't like people that that uh, uh, call their mother a b word. Right. You know, I don't do that. I don't want that mm-hmm. around me. So my whole squad is just a bunch of men that love their mother to the fullest. You know, and we I take respect. care of what we have. Our kids. And if we can, our mother, whatever, but that's where I'm at with this, you know?
0: That's awesome. That's that's dope. And I think that a lot of men should, like, resonate from what you just said. So kudos to you. Mm-hmm. So what was it like growing up with your mother? Was your father in your life? Was he?
1: No. So so I, I was born a twin, and my father left us when he was, uh, I from the story that I know, my yeah. father, um, when he found out he was having twins, he took off. <laughs> he was like, I, I don't want nothing to do with this. Oh, I'm sorry. So... Go uh, so when he took off and then we moved. We, I used to live in Puerto Rico. We moved to New York. Mm-hmm. We lived out there for maybe five years. Then moved to Connecticut. So from then, when I realized my father wasn't in my life, and I'm trying to find out about him, and I'm reaching out, and I'm, I'm asking my mother to tell me stories about this guy, and she just has some. She deleted all the pictures or. Threw out all the pictures out of anger. You know how women get, and they start ripping stuff. And yeah. She didn't think about what we would have thought about that. So I yeah. never got to see him. I never met him. I don't know. He don't. I don't even know if he even cares. But I don't know uh, if he even attempted to probably look for us or yeah. whatever. But what she did great was she showed me how to be a man. And um, because of her, I. That's why I love so much. Like my parents, my kids. And just people in general that that are um, surrounding me, you right. know, I, I show them love and I try to do whatever I can to help out. But mm-hmm. that's where the the caring and everything comes from is from my mother. So the love and everything for my kids and everything I do for my kids because I do everything I can for my kids. Yeah. So it came through her.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah. That's that's wonderful. Your mom sounds like a wonderful woman. She is. So when since your father was absent. Did you feel like a, a void? Did you feel different from like other kids growing up or anything like that?
1: So my mother did a great job not letting me feel like that. Okay. Because she, she filled in the, the gap. Mm. But when I was hanging out with my friends and yeah. they would say like, oh, let me ask my father. Yeah. You know, like, like if we was going somewhere, my, my friend would say, oh, you want me to ask my father to take us? And that's when you start thinking about your father because right. you know, damn, all my friends that I that I hang out with mm-hmm. all got fathers, and all of them, if our cars got messed up, if if we needed a ride somewhere, mm-hmm. the first thing they say is, "Let me ask my father." Mm-hmm. And we didn't have a father. I'm a twin; was the only twin out of the whole group, and we probably it was probably twenty of us. Yeah, and it, each one, each group had a brother in the mm-hmm. group, so it was like me and my brother, and my friend's brother, like that. So it was, everybody had a brother in the group. Mm-hmm. But they all had their father
0: oh we did it
1: you know what i'm saying so because of that you know i was able to and me and my brother what we did too a lot of times is we'll correct each other like like a parent so like if he did something wrong Mm -hmm. uh, and i hated it i would correct him and if i did something wrong he would correct me but so we was our father to each other in a sense you know what i'm saying so um but um for the most part um my uh My father, when um, obviously when he wasn't in the picture, and my mother being in the picture, and my mother doing everything that she can, Mm -hmm. um, she taught me all the valuable things that we have to learn as a man growing up Mm -hmm. and how important it is to be there as a family. So that's where um, now, fast-forwarding to my my child, Mm -hmm. my first child, my son, who... I thought was gonna be uh, my best friend. Yeah. Uh, You know, I gave him the world. I sat there. I bought him everything. I, I thought, and this is the mistake that I think men do Mm -hmm. with their firstborn, and I think every man does. I'm a barber, so we. I talk a lot to my to my barber um, clients. Yeah. It's that you take a, a your firstborn. And you want to buy in the world and just like a movie or imagine like a series on tv right yeah you start watching the first show and it's so good that you're dying to get to like the better parts you're like mm-hmm. oh i can't wait and you ask somebody that already watched the movie like what's next instead of just waiting for the part yeah you're trying to rush to get this so when my son i was trying to rush because i was so excited to have a son i was trying to rush to get to like, oh, I can't wait till he walked when he was born. I couldn't wait till he ran. I yeah. couldn't wait for school. And then I missed out on a lot by doing that. Because I skipped out on a lot. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Instead of enjoying every second. Yeah. I didn't though. What I did was I, I just forwarded everything. And then um, and then I think, uh, I think because I was so young, I think me and him didn't build that strong bond that I thought we was going to have. Mm. you know what I'm saying because a lot of times I was still growing up so my son would be left with my mother while I party well I was still growing up so you know so I'm still trying to go clubbing Mm -hmm. hanging out with my friends you know so at night you know he'll be at the house and I'm like oh, it's already 9 o'clock so in reality you're supposed to be in bed right you know it's my turn now I I gotta go out you know what I'm saying when I should have been in bed with him playing with him watching whatever but I but that's I, I don't think that's the um problem that men have. The problem that we have is that as men and as show-off men, we want to do everything for our boy, especially if we have a boy, and we buy them everything, and we forget that the most important thing is not material or money, is love and time, and we skip that.
0: Right.
1: We have it, and we know we're going to give it to them, but we don't give it to them. Right. We just know we have it, just like telling somebody... Oh, yeah, you know, you know, I love you, but you don't say it, though. Right. When are you going to say it? Say I love you then if you love me. Exactly. Let's hang out. Yeah. You don't say we're going to hang out one day. Let's hang out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put so, action
0: towards your words. Yeah.
1: yeah. So we skip that a lot. A lot of times we just skip all the fun parts mm-hmm. because we're so anxious to get to the end that we skip, you know? Yeah. Just saying.
0: <laughs> a really good input that you gave right there. That was awesome. Yeah. You mentioned earlier that you have Guide Talk in the barbershop. So how does that Guide Talk filter into your household to parents and your children?
1: So every man that um, that has kids that's around my age bracket, because the kids nowadays, they're different. Like The kids born today are different from the kids that were oh, yes. born in the 2000s. Yeah. The 2000s and 10s and 15s and all that, they're, they're, they are they're feel so... I think even the 20s, uh, the 2010s, And in the 2000s, I think they feel entitled to everything. It's almost like like you brought me to this world, so it's your job to pay for this stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do nothing. Right. You got to pay for it, and you got to take me, and that's your job. Right. And you're like, well, you got to go clean your room. You haven't even done nothing. I asked you to do this, do that, and you haven't done nothing. And right. You want me to go and buy you a game for your Xbox? Right. No, no, it don't work like that. But but because of that, all of us have the same problem, you know? Mm-hmm. The same thing that um, all, all the kids feel entitled, they don't respect. Um, and, and then, um, you know, I'm from the old school. I'm, I'm very old school, so mm-hmm. I'm very, um, like, a. Uh, 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 you, you know the way, the morals, and the respect, and the loyalty, and the trust—that's more important to me than love. At oh, yeah. the end of the day, I, I don't—I don't care about love if you don't disrespect me. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm, ha- I'm happy you feel like that. Oh, I do. You, know, you can't
0: love me if you don't respect me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand how it ends in here. True. You, know?
1: you know, we, we use that because I—I think with, with with love, the word love, people use love like um, loosely correct yeah. and there's two meanings to love yeah. cuz there's the love that you have that's authentic like mm. the way you love your kid or your mother mm-hmm. and you're like I love them like I would die or kill for them mm. that's true love right and then you got the fake love that you be like oh you know I love you you know I, and, and but nothing goes beyond that like yeah. it, there's no action behind that you know you still disrespect me you still Betray me, you know what I'm saying? So but but it's the same word. Yeah. And we gotta learn how to separate that so that we know the true meaning of love and respect. Right. And but um but when we in the barbershop and all the men talk and everything, we all have the same problems with with the kids not respecting or or doing all the bad things in school right. or even after school or outside of school mm-hmm. and, and because people work so much. Yeah. They don't get to watch their kids a lot, so they True. don't spend time with their kids. So yeah. these kids are growing bad as hell, you know what I'm saying? So
0: they're being raised by like iPads and society, iPads. yeah. Oh my
1: god, iPads. My, my my daughter too, but my daughter, the beauty I like, the beautiful part about my daughter is that my daughter has um, a sense of humor. Okay. And she's very funny. Hmm. And and she grew up in the barbershop with me. I, I took her with me because because I learned from my first son the absence of my first son, I would never repeat that mm-hmm. again with my daughter. So my daughter, when she was born, I would take her with me to work and I bought her a little desk and a chair. And she sits down and all my friends play with her. And, and now she would go in the middle of a 50 people and sing and, oh. and put on a show and dance. And she's not shy. Yeah. And she's She'll see you and be like, hi, nice to meet you, I'm Aaliyah. What's your name? Aww. You know, like, she's like that. She's six. And yeah. and so, uh, you know, that's the difference with um, when a dad is at home with their kids mm-hmm. versus the ones that ain't with their kids because they're at work. Uh, and so, therefore, I want to make sure I don't miss out on anything. I'm not, I'm no longer in a rush to get to the end of it. You that's know what beautiful. I'm saying? I want to take my time. I want every second with every, with well, my last two kids, my my oldest son, mm-hmm. I don't talk to him. I haven't talked to him in like two years. We don't talk no more because my son, because I gave him the world. And mm. I, you know, and, and this bothers me because I gave my son everything I didn't have. Yeah. Like, I, I, I missed out on a lot because I didn't have a father. Yeah. So, because I didn't have a father, I gave him everything I was missing. Yeah. And in return, it made him greedy for everything I gave him. Mm. You know, the... That everything was about money, and, and that's bad. The money situation is bad because we 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 think we're doing the right thing by buying them and giving them everything, and we're skipping out so much.
0: Yeah.
1: And then they they the minute you say no, everything you've ever done that was good
0: it gets canceled out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Done out the window. So me and him mm-hmm. had a fallout, and he, he's and I love him. Of course. And, and but. He's very disrespectful in my in my eyes and I, I I if he even came to me and said, you know what that I'm sorry about everything, I don't want that. I, I want an explanation. I want mm. you to understand. I want I cried in front of you. If my mother cried in front of me, I'll cry with her. Huh. If I cried in front of you knowing that I'm hurting with pain for yeah. what you've done, and I don't see no emotion in your face, yeah. in your heart that you really care about that. You, you don't know that yet. You not you don't have the true feelings. What you're saying right now is both. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So if my son sat there and said, oh, dad, I'm sorry. Let's just forget everything. I would say, no. I, you got to explain what you're sorry about. I don't yeah. want to know that. I don't want to know that you. Uh, that we going to forget about this. No, I'm not. Because I, I got something holding inside my heart that you did. Right. And I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, let's, let's start from scratch. No, we're not. I did all the right things. Where did we go wrong? I didn't go wrong. You did.
0: Right. You want me I take need to take accountability? Know what you did wrong. Then. Right. You
1: know, and you realize that and I need you to fix that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's where we at with that. But.
0: But you do believe in forgiveness.
1: Um, I do if it's authentic.
0: Oh, absolutely. I, I'm yeah. I'm not.
1: I'm not gonna skip that. I'm not skipping that. I don't skip that. It's almost like if, if um, if I did something wrong to you, right, and yeah. I know I'm doing it, you know. You, I, I'm doing it and you know I did it on purpose yeah and then I get caught and I'm, I'm so sorry mm. I'm not sorry really I'm just sorry you caught me that's true you know what I'm saying so I don't want to I don't want it like that I yeah. want you to know that I want you to know what's going on mm-hmm.
0: so beforehand I remember you talked to me a little bit about your brother and his passing how how has that affected you from back then up until this point
1: so so um where my brother passed away he um he I felt like uh, lonely as hell. I felt like I was in this world alone because that was my so-called father, right? Like my father figure, my twin brother, my world, because that's who he was. He was my world, my heart. Mm -hmm. And he had a daughter when he passed away. And she was about, um, I think, two, close to two. um, So she didn't get to be raised by her father. And then shortly after that, they moved to Florida. So... So they they spend years in Florida. So there was not a lot besides money that I could do for my for my niece. Mm -hmm. But um but with him passing away, um and then me fearing the uh, the loneliness you know, because okay, so I look at it like this. So if I don't have a father, my grandfathers had died, my grandparents had died. So my twin brother died, I didn't meet my father, my grandfather died. And then the next thing is holding on to my mother, right? Because it's like the only thing I got from the past. Yeah. And so that's the scary part. That's yeah. the scary part. So now I have to protect her, mm-hmm. and that's why I do that. My my daughter, um, well, when my son was born, my oldest son, he filled in. He he filled in the uh, the little gap that was really deep, lonely world that I had in my heart. He filled it in. Boom. Mm-hmm. And I was happy about mm-hmm. that, but. Growing up, and then you know, seeing the the, the disrespect, because I, you know, I stress that a lot because I didn't do nothing wrong, right? You know, I did all the right things, and it still failed me. Like how, like mm. how my father fails me as a as a father. I, I correct that mm-hmm. with my son, and you failed me as a son. Like I understand what what kind of you know. So so um so then. My uh, my step, my niece had my um, stepfather who, who raised her, did mm-hmm. a great job with her. She has two kids, and she's a great mother. Yeah. And, um and um, haven't met her kid, her her kids. I haven't met them mm-hmm. because she's in Florida. but okay. you know, I'm hoping to go down there uh, soon and then meet them as well. But yeah. um, but for the most part, she's got a husband and they do their thing and they, they've been taking care of their family. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you gotta let a man be a man so you can step up. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have to let them feel the struggles, the sacrifices so yeah. you can become a better father, a better man Right, on your own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's it.
0: I agree. That was, that was awesome. Um, before we wrap, I wanted to ask you, give me five things that you feel make up a great father.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, timing, um, to me, um, meaning spending a lot of time with your kids mm-hmm. um, it's probably side by side with love because um, uh, you, you could give all the love in the world to your kid and no time and it's still not gonna work okay. Or you could give them all the time in the world and no love it's still not gonna work okay. you have to give it together They'll understand that there won't be no negativity later mm-hmm. on in life because you did your part so the first two things would be love timing. Second to that would be, um, you know, uh, like, I, I, I hate saying this, but, like, I know there's, like, religions yeah, uh, out there that um, don't like mine um, or don't believe in holidays and stuff like that, so they don't buy gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't agree with that, but that's to each his own. Mm-hmm. But uh, buy your kids' gift. Don't be that one dude that say, or, or your kid saying, I wish I had that. And you got it, but you rather have some Jordans on instead of buying your kids something they really want. Right? You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So money will be third,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and I hate when people say, "Oh yeah, money's not everything." Money pays for everything. Money's
0: a necessity. You,
1: you need yeah, that, so right. don't. You know I get it, but no, you need that. Yeah. Um. Um. So money that, and then always uh um. Show them the uh. uh the family what's family, what's a union right you know unite your family and keep them together because uh like my mother has um uh, a total of fifteen brothers and sisters mm-hmm. and they're so far apart from each other sometimes that I'm just like, how oh, you guys do that? I wish I had fourteen yeah fifteen brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but so unite them, you know, if you have three baby moms mm-hmm. and you have three kids keep them together like so what if there's three moms yeah keep your kids together They're brothers and sisters just keep them together show them everything don't just pick one and do everything with one Mm -hmm. you grab all of them and you do everything with all of them you know what i'm saying um and uh, what's that and and the rest would be um making all the right choices okay stop stop um making the choices for them Mm -hmm. teach them right so they can make the choices in life so Mm -hmm. investments and stuff like that because at the end of the day you don't want them to be uh, depending on on whether it's a man or a woman yeah or you want them to be (laughs) self-sufficient you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so teach them how to make the money okay you know so that's it.
0: Those are awesome core values. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you for taking out the time to sit and talk with me. I really, I really enjoyed this interview.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank
0: Absolutely. You. Oh, please tell the people where they can find your barbershop at, where they can look you up at what platforms.
1: Uh-huh. So um, I'm from my businesses. Both of my businesses are in Bridgeport. I have a, a barber supply and a brand called Barbie Geeks. You can find Barbie Geeks stuff in barbiegeeks.com or 2476, uh, 2466 East Main Street in Bridgeport, Connecticut. The Barbershop, it's right next door. Call the pros, 2478 East Main Street in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Come check me out. You know what I'm saying? Come share some love with me. Talk about parenting. I'm cool. I'm done with that all day.
0: Thank you so much again. I really appreciate it. Well, everyone, once again, it's of Vision Podcast. I'm your host, Tiana, and this segment was sponsored by Faze Coffee. Until next time.